You have like the swag of that kid in elementary school who just lied about doing the coolest version of everything. I yeah. was that kid. Yeah, my <laughs> uncle uh, is in a band and I went to the moon like that kid. Totally. Yeah, my dad works for Nintendo and he's coming back. <laughs> yeah, I, I was that. I, I mean, it wasn't really that like I was lying. It was there was but I was definitely already braggadocious and always i always set my uh my bar a little bit too high guys like I, look how easily i can fit in this locker what were you <laughs> what were you bragging about i always wanted to be like one of the starters on the sport teams and everything and i thought i was good enough but uh i didn't uh i didn't play a lot but i would tell my family every year like you have to come to my games this year i'm going to be the starting second baseman or whatever and right. then i'd be on the bench oh uh-huh. that's real sad um should i close that door you think i'll close it Ooh, ooh, gentleman, scholar, producer, door closer, door closer, <laughs> alternative short connoisseur. <laughs> These are cool shorts. <laughs> I like the shorts. I'm always you ready know they're for cool the shorts when you have to continue telling people that the shorts are cool. <laughs> I'm always ready for the beach. Let's go right now. I bet those. <laughs> I bet those shorts could count to anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to plan a, a beach trip when no one wants to go with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just sadly putting an umbrella for one in the sand. <laughs> we're going, right? Yeah, we're all. So, life is good. It's another beautiful day. I, we're here in studio, the great Ari Manis and I, uh, for another episode of the Pony Hour. You know what I love to do? I love to listen to it on the Laughable app. It's literally the coolest thing in the world to me. It's great. You and our guests today are certainly on that or are about to be on it because what it does is is it has an algorithm that puts all of your favorite people together all your favorite comedians and you can see every podcast that they've ever done whether they're a guest on another person's podcast or their own podcast or maybe a podcast that they tried a few episodes of and then stopped doing it it's called the laughable app and you can literally find all of your favorite people on there. For example, Ari Shafir has the Skeptic Tank. He's been a guest on Kill Tony. He's a frequent guest on the Joe Rogan Experience. And he has a brand new double special released today on Netflix called Double Negative, a two-part special. Anyway, you could find him, for example, in all of his appearances on the Laughable app. And you can find my guests today, two of my favorite top young rising comedians in the world and two of my favorite humans. It's the Mean Boys Keith Carey and Connor McSpadden. Hey, man. As hey unprofessional as ever with their phone ringers on. <laughs> Mine's uh, off. I'm not taking this that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> the Young Bucks, the Mean Boys, live in studio. Uh, two of my favorite people, mostly because I love your brains. Amazing writers. You know this. You're at the top of my uh, dream team, and we've worked together on things. When I need to... Uh, when I need to get some fucking... When I have some dry leaves that have been clogging up the yard, <laughs> yeah, we come I know over who to call. Shit up. Connor has a car and Keith has very low standards for himself. They're the only two white guys that are still in the landscaping business. <laughs> I like to capitalize on that. Look, we, we have a very narrow clientele, but they're very well off. It's racist people with lawns. Yeah. All right? They're out there. It's just Tony. It's Los Angeles. <laughs> you guys are brilliant. You've been doing stand-up for how long? Uh, six years. For five years. And you've both been friends for about five years. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Where yeah. did we meet exactly? The first time we met was uh, at an open mic. You were in the audience. I was on stage and I made fun of you for wearing a dumb gay jacket. I did because I, uh, I, I've i been doing stand-up off and on in my teen years from 16 and then I go to Buffalo Exchange before this open mic and I buy a new jacket and I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling confident. I'm getting back into this. I got this cool new jacket. Walk into the open mic and Keith's on stage. He's like, what's with your gay jacket, dude? <laughs> and that's how it starts. That's exactly. That is the nemesis uh, that made us things I, that sentence didn't even kind of come together the nemesis that made us Shut things up. Keith Shut Carey up. one of the best writers in the business today I, what I meant to say was that was the birth of my nemesis for the next six years yeah yeah exactly yeah. and ever since then I've been getting him back for that for uh, for half a decade at this point yeah it's funny how uh, sometimes great relationships start very awkwardly there's this uh, one old man that always walks down my street on Mondays did I ever talk about this on this podcast the anyway ro- we're road fine. rage incident I recall. the road rage incident <laughs> I haven't heard it okay so so 
about three months ago. By the way, Tony's car, uh, Tony came over to our house once and our roommate described it as the car that millennials would drive if Hitler won. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. like a future Nazi. It is just black oh, and menacing. Is. Oh, it might, that car might be more German than Hitler himself. <laughs> this fucking thing growls, it purrs. I don't like to brag about it because I'm guessing that a lot of it my It growls, fans... especially in the Fairfax district. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you catch Tony headlining in the High Castle later this week. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if, yeah, exactly. My car hates Jews. So I have a nice car. Anyway, <laughs> for now. and I pulled behind um I on my street uh, a few weeks ago, I pulled behind another car. I got really close to the butt of this one car and there's a little area where I'm not blocking a driveway, but it's not exactly a spot. It's no. sort of like the opening of the driveway, but nobody takes that left side. You know what I mean? Like right. it's more of a walkway. Yeah. So I'm blocking that. But I'm just running into my apartment to grab something and come back out. Now I go to the apartment. I go to my apartment. I come right back out. I'm back in literally like 30 seconds, right? And there's a guy with the black Prius that I pulled up right behind. As I'm walking up while crossing the street, I see that the trunk of his Prius is open, the back part. And the trunk is up in the air. And I see him sort of like staring at his trunk, sort of like dumbfounded now my thing was i didn't want to scare this old man being filmed for a geriatric quentin tarantino movie (laughs) yes and i uh i didn't want to scare this guy as i approached from behind so i literally that's not the first time tony said that (laughs) god damn it you are on fire (laughs) god goes into terminator mode the story's gonna take the whole episode i'm gonna call you gay 84 (laughs) times in the next three minutes strap the fuck in it's so i you don't know how many i stopped myself from doing (laughs) i i sneak up behind this old guy and i put my penis in his butt you were right all along no anyway i get this have to do with road rage i I get up behind you'd be angry too man (laughs) and i go uh hello sir let me get out of your way and he goes yeah you should get out of my fucking way you shouldn't fucking be there what are you doing you're blocking the fucking walkway here you're up on my ass i go all right man well i was just grabbing some out of my apartment you weren't here a second ago he goes well well, then get the fuck out of here get out of here i go you know what dude fuck you you get the fuck out of here you little bitch you know, like I fucking snap all the way because he just has a shitty attitude. And he's, you know, this whole thing happens where, where he starts yapping back and we're just yelling at each other now in the street. I really hope this story leads to you punching an old man. <laughs> he, pulls, he pulls pepper spray out of his pocket. Oh, never mind. This is much better. Yeah. Bitch. Pull, pull, exactly. I go, oh, you're going to pull out pepper spray like a fucking bitch. He goes, uh, turns out it was in- a life alert and he started crying. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, get into the car that your daddy bought you. And that's when I really lost my shit because I'm I, damn. Tony you know, Hinchcliffe is a self-made man. He takes pride in this fact. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of these, you know, it is one of those things where, like, I feel like people that came from money, you know, that insult doesn't hurt at all, yeah. right? Yeah, okay, I'll get in the car with my daddy bought me. You yeah, know, it yeah. doesn't. But what it does affect is someone who definitely never had anything bought for him ever, basically, by his dad that paid for it with comedy money. And I literally go, I'll always to remember what I... To be fair, your I, dad made your personality and uh, <laughs> <laughs> left you damaged enough to pursue this career, so... I thought the guy just meant Jeff Ross. <laughs> oh, you fucking bass. This is why they're the mean boys, guys. They're the mean boys. Um... And I, he goes, get leaving the car that daddy bought you. And I go, no, buddy, no. I dri- I got this car from chasing my dreams and working hard so that <laughs> I don't end up. Asshole. Listen to me, guys. This isn't even the best part. You start, you Let did, me, I, now I'm gonna have to start over. Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> Just <laughs> defending all your life choices to a weird old man in a Prius. Well, this is exact. Okay, so let me finish. I go, no, buddy. My dad didn't buy me this car. I got this car chasing my dreams and working hard so that I don't end up an old man with a fucking Prius. <laughs> like that. I mean, at this point, I'm like wow. fucking steams coming out that of my ears. That guy needs to switch to EV mode. He's, <laughs> if you being honest, aggressive. I kind of feel like the old man won the roast battle. <laughs> so, you know, it's another one. When I drive, I so I, I put it in reverse slowly. I'm watching him. He still has his pepper spray in his hand. And as I'm driving by... With my window down, I call him a bit, you fucking bitch, one more time, and he pretends like he's gonna spray through the window. I just keep driving. He goes, fuck it. I can hear him as I'm driving away. Your mom's a cunt. Your mom's a cunt. He just keeps repeating that, which I don't know how he knows that, but. Uh, <laughs> he saw your face. He could probably <laughs> extrapolate. Yeah. So, Simple math. cut to like a week ago. 
I'm stoned to the gullets. I'm going to grab a sandwich at the stoned wherever. Stoned to the gullets. <laughs> I mean, just fucking crippled, basically. Just it to, sounds like how they kill you in like medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the closeted man will be stoned to the gullets. <laughs> <laughs> fill you with rocks until you sink. And I walk out to the sidewalk, and who is walking down the street? The old man. And I see him, and my heart, you, you ever have a thing with somebody, and your heart sort of flutters when you yeah. see them, and you yeah. hear them, and you weren't expecting them to be there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're holding hands for the listening audience. <laughs> yeah. And, but... You, if you run into the ex-girlfriend at the grocery store, you kind of, ooh. Ooh, and this is almost weirder than that, because mind you, like... We fucked way more than any of my girlfriends. I mean, <laughs> right. I only did that when I was obligated to. And this guy almost pepper sprayed me. You know, that's sort <laughs> of like a real thing. Almost getting pepper sprayed makes shit real. So, but I'm just high enough to be like, you know what, man, I'm going to do something crazy right now. And I'm going to go up to this guy and I'm going to not apologize, but I'm going to sort of explain uh, all, clear all the, the branch. Right. And I literally go up to him. I'm like, hey, man, again, it's sort of funny because it started the same way that it started last time because I didn't want to like sneak up on him. Yeah, He's it's, across it's the street and Ben Gay walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> Sorry, just <laughs> God damn that it. one would have worked better earlier, but I didn't want to lose it. I want to know the ones uh, you said it. I do want to know the ones that you're not doing, by the way. I it's can't just, imagine how terrible they must be. They're not, that, they're not the good. Ones, I can read his mind. The, one, the ones coming out. Like, I don't know who's approving. these. Right, you, let, let's let's focus up on this story that Tony is the good guy of where he's <laughs> on drugs and stalking an old man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, well, you said butt of the car, so it I'm was on a pretty drug. flimsy one based off of that. I'm on drug, not drugs. <laughs> oh, excuse me. A lot of one me. drug. Uh-huh. And I go up to him Ego and I go, hey, drug. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the kush that I'm smoking. It's uh, it's uh, it's the Kanye... All right. Anyway. Good stuff. So that's see, I'm, it's catching on to me. I'm Better just saying everything at this yep. point, for sure. Anyway, so I walk up to this guy. I go, "Hey, what's up, man?" And he sort of like looks over. He's like, you know, "Hey, uh, how, you know, how what what how can I help you?" Sort of like that. Mm-hmm. And I go, "You might not remember me. A couple weeks ago, we had a thing right over here." And immediately, I sort of see him like, "Whoa!" Like he all of a sudden it hit him, and yeah. his fucking yeah. heart's gone. And I go, "My name's Tony." And, uh, you know, that, that was a pretty powerful moment that we had. I hope that, uh, I hope that, you know, how many women have gotten this text the following morning (laughs) (laughs) and he, and he goes, my name's Joe, Tony. I go, that's my dad's name. He goes, Oh, you Italian. I bop, bop, bop. And then all of a sudden, boom, cut to me seeing, we make friends cut to me seeing him the other day and we're like high five and we had a fun walk. Great conversation. (laughs) Like it's, it, it made that relationship is the fucking almost pepper spray. <laughs> anyway, that's the gist of we the story. We get it. You're, you're meeting the old man story was better than me and Keith's, okay? <laughs> no one nearly got pepper sprayed. There were no dogs Look, or I've bounty been, hunter I've tools. been trying this whole pepper spray theory on dates and it has not been going well. <laughs> what, do you do, what do you do? I don't get it. I, the implication is that I'm threatening women <laughs> and hoping they'll fall in love. Something for your tacos, m'lady? <laughs> <laughs> Muy caliente. <laughs> so... Uh, you guys are hilarious. You've been doing the Mean Boys podcast for how long? About uh, a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. Truly yeah. one of the best, uh, one of the coolest shows out there. I've done that. Thanks, and you yeah, guys you were, are fun uh, writers. You were one of my favorite people we ever had on the show. Well, Jesus. You guys had a bunch of fun pre-planned segments. We did, me. yeah. If, uh, as a little teaser, we uh, we found Tony Hinchcliffe's uh, Netflix specials ratings on IMDb and uh, found out if uh, other films were ranked lower or higher and the results may uh, be not surprising but disappointing to Tony. <laughs> Here's two uh, for anybody who has <laughs> the episode, uh, the Phantom Menace, wildly more popular than Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, special. it's a Star Wars movie, you fuck. <laughs> okay, but you also have the exact same rating as the movie Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck. That's a good movie. It sure isn't. <laughs> you dumb idiot. I, how many movies did you guys check for that? A lot. Jesus a lot, Christ. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, you were I mean, saying how great we are. It was hard to find any that were lower, so it was very time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are unbelievably mean, Ari. The mean boys, baby. <laughs> and you guys are... Or like what I like to call them. What is it? I don't know. I feel like this is a bit that Ari thought that we had together, and we don't, and now we've, we've oh, heard him greatly. Stand up Batman. 
Oh, oh this is true. true. Yeah, they're digging that one up. Yeah, yeah. no, there's a uh, there's a comedy uh, parody Twitter account uh, that goes after comedians named Stand Up Batman. There's a great deal of uh, intrigue only within the comedy community and, about who it is. And yeah, people falsely assume it's me. Uh, here's here's my one uh, sentence explanation for why I'm not Stand Up Batman. It's because I am very funny, and Stand Up <laughs> Batman is it gets like a mediocre one every three weeks. Yeah, so. Stand Up Batman uh, kind of blows, and I think I know who it is. <laughs> yeah, me who too. do you think it is? Uh, I'm not. At liberty to discuss. At liberty, it's fucking Earl Skake. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, 100 Earl Skake. You really no think so? Yes. Oh, I don't think it is. No, you I don't think so? it is. No, no, it definitely I'm, I'm telling you. My no. theory, I've heard it's it from a few people. Definitely not Earl. It's definitely not Earl. I don't think it's Earl either. Yeah. How do you know? What? How do you know? I have stock stand-up Batman. Well, yeah, because he's the one who ruined my life by starting the whole <laughs> Connor McSpadness stand-up Batman crusade. My theory has now changed. Now I think it is both of you guys together. I promise you, stand-up Batman one. would be the funniest shit in the world if we were stand-up but, Batman. But, I mean, if yeah. you guys were smart like you are, you also purposefully wouldn't make it that funny. What? Because you know that... The, <laughs> what the hell are you, you know, talking you, about? You, you know that, you know <laughs> that, A, you could use that as a disclaimer saying it's not even funny, he doesn't even do jokes, but the core of what stand-up Batman is is just a hater so it wouldn't really need to be funny because the, his effectiveness wouldn't change he doesn't even so that's, hate is that, is hate, that what though. you do when you when you write for Ross is you make it really funny so no one suspects it's you is that, <laughs> are you reverse engineering this uh, disguise method exactly that's okay. exactly how I do it and uh, that's why I um do my own stuff now. This is a much less uplifting anymore. version of Louis C.K. and <laughs> Mark Maron. Hang on, because I can see Tony getting uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it was good. That's that's in, when I'm in my glory. Yeah, instead of a podcast of, of us rebuilding our relationship with Louis and Mark, it's just us destroying it. <laughs> I love it. I like it like this. What are we just talking about? This is what about? we do. This Stand is a, this is a, oh, yeah. this is the sport. I love it. It's fun. Now, you guys do the roast battle a lot. Two of the best roast battlers. <coughs> Thanks, uh, both Thank of you, you were on season two in yeah. some way, yeah. right? I guess they're doing a season three coming up or something. That's the that's word, word on the street. Yeah. Oh. Well, how do you guys feel about that? Would you want to do it again? Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah we're, doing a, uh, we're doing a tag team battle. Uh, uh, one of the first ones, or you know, I think there's only been one before. Oh, yeah. And uh, expect it to get real uh, gay and blasphemous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, I, it involves a lot of nudity and Satan, uh, what we yeah. are planning. We're up against uh, uh, Jay Light and Frank Castillo. Whoa. Yeah. Frank Castillo defending the throne for the first time, yeah. huh? Very funny young man who maybe needs to be knocked out a peg or two. That's a pro wrestling. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a pro wrestling move if i've ever heard it you join a tag team for a pay-per-view this way your power isn't really affected either way exactly that yeah. makes sense uh would you Took just a say page out of mayweather's book nothing oh you know only take fights that you know you can easily win yeah. oh shit <laughs> you, you you that's what you guys are doing in this oh yeah yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. i mean they're 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 both very calculated that that when is that uh, August fifteenth. Yeah, but they but they oh, have I'm the little like it. solar powered free calculator you get from the bank, and we have a graphing calculator T eighty three. You know, and we can write whole dirty sentences, not just boobs, when you turn it upside yeah, down. Yeah, I mean they're a calculator, and we're like comedians. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> as a fellow comedy store door guy, I think that Connor and Keith are going to win. Oh shit! Oh. Oh. You can tell it to Frank yourself, and we kick his ass back yeah. to the back door. You're really backing the wrong crew because we. I, I don't know if you could tell by interactions thus far. We have absolutely no feelings towards you. And <laughs> <laughs> be they positive or negative oh well that's nice yeah i mean the, those guys i kind of like your shorts like that's you. about oh, it wow. i mean that's i respect nice the that is the most i've ever thought them. about yeah. you wow yeah i told you these guys are mean are you the mean boys <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cute the way they say it oh yeah, yeah. we're fun yeah. yeah totally they're adorable we're not we're not yeah. villains we're, we're recreational we're like villains from the movie the incredibles not like villains <laughs> from yeah. like a history book yeah not like hitler's tony on the hand on the other hand is the genuine article <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, we're just trying to have fun. Ari, pull up some like news stories or something. Let's do like a live writers' room. I, I, let's do let's do something spontaneous Alrighty. and fun with these guys because they're freaks and we have them here. So now maybe we can see teach if we people find something interesting. Maybe we could do something fun where we show people how freaks 80, write 86 jokes. Eighty-six-year-old jewel thief busted again. This time at Walmart. Oh. It's weird that he's finding other people's jewels when he probably can't find his own family jewels at that Whoa. point. <laughs> gotta be down in the tube sock. That quick. I feel like if I was that old, I would just start stealing shit. Because, you know, he probably stole 50 things before he caught trying to steal that jewelry. Yeah. 
And it's also like, okay, yeah, you got caught stealing jewels at 86, and it's like, okay, life sentence in prison. What is that, four weeks? Like, yeah. You're fucking fine. Yeah, and, and evidently, I, I mean, I think at that age, the only thing that apparently you can't steal is Tony Hinchcliffe's dignity, all right? He That's stands true. up for himself. <laughs> and, back and also, down. This guy didn't even back. steal shit. It's just the old man from the Prius, and you framed him. That was your whole <laughs> car. Oh, yeah, we played nice, but I got all his personal info. <laughs> I planted the, the Rolex in his fucking dick. And I'm fucking his gross old wife. Where'd this happen <clears> at? Uh, Walmart. <laughs> the state of Walmart. You, you don't need the to, People's Republic of Walmart. <laughs> you don't need to specify the state. Whenever you're in a Walmart, that's like an Indian like yeah. territory. Well, it's yeah, the, it just is automatically Florida. Yeah, <laughs> Atlanta Mall. Each each Walmart Ooh. is a Florida embassy. Black guy. Is there a picture of him? Uh, it is an old black guy. Yeah. It's an Atlanta I believe Mall. It's bold. I believe he's, he's playing for the Lakers. So right? old, I can't tell what race he is. One could almost say he's a cat burglar. Wait, you're saying he's so old oh, you can't I, tell what race he oh, is? Oh, it's actually a woman, too. I couldn't tell what sex he's, it he's was. He's more either. of an... She, Doris She accidentally shat burglar. Hang on, wait. What is her name? Doris Payne. Ooh, that's, Ooh, that's like a roller derby name. Yeah. <laughs> Doris Payne going for the jewels. She's the only one doing roller derby in a wheelchair. <laughs> to fucking hover around, getting decked into the side of the stadium. <laughs> Oh my God. Chipotle it, shuts down Virginia restaurant over reports of a norovirus. Oh, a norovirus? Wow. Did I say that right? I don't know. N O R O virus. I have a theory that these other fast food joints uh, fuck with Chipotle on purpose because they don't want people eating just regular fucking chicken and rice because it's too healthy for them. Does this make sense? I could see that. I sort yeah. of have a conspiracy that they've been trying this to. This is uh, corporate espionage. Yeah, I think it is. I have a counter theory that poison just tastes really good, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like it's always an ingredient. Look at Keith and tell me that he's not full of, t- <laughs> you know, uh, You could put out a story that said 80% of Chipotle burritos will give you AIDS, and I would still probably go to Chipotle again. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, let me go to the Noro one. They'll probably give me that little half scoop out of guilt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll brush the AIDS off. I'm really friendly with the Chipotle burrito person until after the meat is scooped, and then I'm ice cold. You know? <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, just chicken, please. Yeah, I'll it's do that. Not I got what I need, it's woman. Not in the meat. In the AIDS burrito, they off, you have to pay extra. You have to approve. Paying oh, that's extra that's the for big it. one where they laid it out across the field to commemorate all the people that died. <laughs> <laughs> what else? With you got one in the jelly world, bean from everyone that had died of the HIV. Uh, uh, jelly beans, that classic burrito ingredient. Well, no, because you got beans and they're gay, so they're jelly beans. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's actually really good. Yeah, it was just a little a uh, little too deep for you, Carrie. Sorry. This one's easy. Oh, R. Is Kelly's it? scandals. What, then you know what? If it's so easy, then you make the joke after you say the setup. Yeah, all right. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's, you can't do that. Yeah. Oh, if looks could that be translated through a podcast. I don't, I don't write jokes about pop culture, okay? <laughs> oh. what, what, what TV show does the Walmart robber have? How is that pop culture? <laughs> She's not on the E channel, buddy. I'm talking about this easy one. Okay. R. Kelly's scandals. That, Wait, what? The R. Kelly scandal. You what, didn't what hear happened? about this? He's just stalling oh. for time while he tries to think of something. <laughs> Read the headline, R- you dunce. Okay, <laughs> R. Kelly scandals and alleged sex crimes from Aaliyah marriage to Colt You got to put on some R. Kelly scandals or else you get pee on your feet when you're walking around. Scandal. <laughs> Sorry, that was that was not a great one, but I did you it quicker than you. You guys didn't hear about this? R. No. R. Kelly Have you seen this? Have you heard about no. this? <laughs> Say it. R. Kelly scandals alleged sex That's crimes R. from Aaliyah marriage to Colt reports. He's, apparently he started a, a sex cult. cult. Yeah. Really? What is yeah. the difference between a sex cult and a long barbecue if you're R. Kelly, really? I mean... Why is that a scandal? Like, you're not not allowed to have a sex cult. It's right? true. <laughs> this is when, when Keith Carey starts donating to the NAACP. I would join or the, the, or the ACLU. He's like, we got to defend our rights to f- freely organize. I would join the shit out of an R. Kelly sex cult. That's probably a good time. Hey, buddy, I, I got tough news you. for you. Yeah. I don't think they're taking you. <laughs> no, but, like, other dudes be fucking, like... No, it's R. Kelly. Oh, it's and just a R. Kelly. Bunch of chicks. Oh. Yeah, really. R. Kelly. R. Kelly can time. have the most unbalanced, yeah. like dick to vagina ratio of anyone throwing a, he an can't event. Be fucking them that often. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. How many are? How many chicks are in this basement or whatever? That's a good. Are question. they in his basement? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You don't want to keep them above ground. That's We're where the light cold. is. They see the light. They develop hope. Then they escape. <laughs> they get what, ci- what city is that in? Where's he at? Walmart. Keith you look like the mayor of Walmart (laughs) I'll take that You do you look like you sat on a Walmart And had a great fall mart You look like you would have lost that fight with that 80 year old man (laughs) Oh Jesus man you've been sitting on that one For 12 minutes Fucking gentle skeleton (laughs) That's what the cop said when he showed up and saw you underneath the 86 year old man (laughs) This is Chicago Oh and Atlanta again 
Oh, wait. Chicago and Atlanta are yeah. Kelly's thing? Yeah. Wow. We're, we're talking about Bi City sex cult? He's franchise? I believe yeah. he can fly. <laughs> God damn it. Get out. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Tony Hinchcliffe. Welcome back to the Pony Hour. Uh, I just fired myself. Uh, busy weekend. I was hanging out with Rogan and Diaz, Bert Kreischer. Nate, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. <laughs> Make sure you get it right. And this weekend, it was Joanna Yenjacek. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, everyone Jackson on Twitter. Brown. With one of the uh, with one of the many women that can beat the shit out of Tony, uh, you got a, a prime seat. Wait, you hung oh, out with any woman? <laughs> oh, you guys! These guys are mean, Ari. Um, so, is there any fallout from that? From him having these sex cults? It's like, a it's a, it's a sex shelter, not a fallout shelter. I think just, right now it's just a PR and probably gonna you know go to court. I mean, that seems so yeah. on brand for R. Kelly. I can't imagine it's a PR. And by the way, it seems yeah. it seems like it helps. Like whose street cred does that not help? At this point, he hires the PR. About. He has a bunch of girls that he fucks in his basement. He puts the two things together. Everybody wants to talk about it. He comes across as a pimp. I mean, Prince did this forever. You think Prince didn't have sex cults? He fucked everything. He oh, fucked Prince, anything that came in his He sure fucked at least one animal. I mean, he fucked his family out of his inheritance. Did you see that? No, what? <laughs> Jehovah's really? Witnesses, like, I think don't have wills, or Prince doesn't have a will, so oh, everyone shit. is just, like, slitting each other's throats for all that purple rain money. Oh, well, hey, they're back on spot right now, so that's the important thing. <laughs> oh, good. So they'll be they'll be getting a check for $23 uh, <laughs> in 2019. I wonder who gets the little red Corvette. <laughs> All right, I'm back in. Let hey, me back in the room. I'm rehiring myself. <laughs> Welcome to the Pony Hour. I like you impersonating my impression of you. <laughs> oh, I was if, hanging out with everybody this weekend. This, it makes sense because if, if Tony was in like a special forces unit, they would be the Raspberry Berets. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are out of control. What's next? You're Sorry. saying that like it's a morning zoo show, and I'm like we got <laughs> we got strippers from Crazy Girls. Who Mean Boys coming at you. The Monster Energy Outbreak Tour is this August. The time is whatever time it says on your phone while listening to this. <laughs> the weather is hot, probably. Jim Henson's son explains why the Kermit actor was replaced. Why Jim Henson was replaced? I could probably explain that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why was Kermit replaced? Yeah, they fired. They fired. Now I have to read the article. Why. He called Miss Piggy a pig. <laughs> this is not, there, there's no pot of gold. He was felt shaming. He probably fucked the kid. Like that seems like how it's. Steve Whitmire made outrageous demands and would often play brinkmanship. What is brinkmanship? That's when you like you know uh, negotiate by you know threatening to leave the show if you don't raise my uh, pay or whatever oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Jeez, Ari, you're unlovable and stupid. <laughs> Jesus. You know, leave leave it to Kermit the Frog. To, leave it to Kermit to threaten to jump ship. Explain. You it's know, a frogs frog joke. It's a joke about frogs. Fro the frogs don't live in the ocean, Tony. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're amphibians, buddy. It was more about the jump, not really the ship. Uh, that joke really croaked, man. What does jump ship mean? Jump off of a ship? Yeah, it's exactly what it means. Jump, sh yeah. jump ship? Yeah. Jump like, why would anyone do that? Because the uh, ship is sinking. You guys, this is oh. totally uninteresting. <laughs> Welcome uh, to We no. Explain Concepts to Tony. Then we did that once. What do you, why would that be the name of the show? <laughs> Uh, all right, Kenny, the Kermit thing's boring to me. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton announced final performance together. Whoa! Oh, Do they oh, kill each other? Murder again? suicide. Yes. <laughs> so who gets the fried chicken chain? That's Aside from Keith, after he finally signs his record deal, it, <laughs> just a fried chicken Popeye chain seems like, like what I would hang myself with. Kenny's <laughs> family gets all the legs, and Dolly's gets all the breasts. Oh, Dolly Parton boob joke. That's, He's back. Yeah, damn. <laughs> We're recording live on Scenic 1997. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know those two were associated with this one This Kermit another. thing doesn't work. Ari, give me something better. Uh, how about uh, how about uh, Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton? <laughs> I, uh, my girlfriend's a big country fan, and she's like, I got tickets to go see Garth Brooks. And she's like, are you free July 28th? And I look at my calendar, I'm like, thank Christ, I am not free. Right. <laughs> I'm not, you just I'm start putting something. Have you done that before where like you'll just type something in real quick? Like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, spot at the bank. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a spot somewhere. I need yeah, to. Oh, I'm headlining this open mic. Yeah. I, I, fucks chuckle dungeon. You guys, I will fly to Florida for free, all right, to do your show <laughs> just so I can not go have to see Garth Brooks. I basically hate doing almost everything other than comedy now. I don't, it weirds me out that when makes like, us feel good. I don't have a spot, you know what I mean, or something like that. What do you guys do if you're not doing stand up? <coughs> 
You live with your girlfriend, Connor? Yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, we uh, we, we do, we work on the podcast. We've been working on that constantly because we've got a lot of shit coming up for it. And it's not just like a sit around and bullshit podcast because we don't have like a sparkling personality or like a dumb guy to like look up news articles for us. So right. We have a dumb guy. So you, <laughs> have to, yeah. you have to produce it. Yeah, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all, you know, hinges on joke writing and we have sketches and games and stuff like that. So yeah. there's a good amount of prep time that goes in all of them and editing and post-production. So we work on that, but we just, we go do fun, cute shit. Yeah, we go to the movies and we go hang out. At the other places, probably we don't really do anything but make this fucking podcast. We, we pretty much just sit on my patio and talk about how great we are. Yeah, I love that. We're remarkably arrogant. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's you. It, if you understood the the level of like uh, you know self flattering that went on behind closed doors, even you would find it repulsive. Yeah, no, I think I, I think I have somewhat of an idea. I, you know, <laughs> it did it does though. It takes it does. I think that's why we gel so well because we we invite you know people shitting on us and, and then we do the roasting and stuff. But uh, you know, secretly we're like, oh yeah, but everyone's going to be working for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking Rogan, <laughs> Diaz, Ian Edwards. <laughs> These are my people. And you're, you guys are you guys are two of them. Um, Thanks, We're two people. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thank you're you. Two of, you're two of the people. And that's more just than, me. More than some of the people on the internet say for us. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are loved. We are. We, uh, we went and did a show in a haunted hotel recently. Where? Uh, Walmart? I don't even... <laughs> Might as well have been. Don't even remember the name. It, it was, was like two hours south of Sacramento. Yeah, we drove through Stockton and then kept driving, Ooh. if that gives you an idea. Ooh. And while we were, after, we, after we got the tour of the haunted hotel, we met a poet that had read for Mikhail Gorbachev, Reagan, Clinton, and George H.W. Bush. And I'm like, of all the people I expected to run into, into this, in the cowboy meth outpost. <laughs> the haunted hotel. And then he disappeared through a wall and it turned out he'd been dead How do you time. even get booked yeah. at a haunted hotel? Like someone... Well, I got to tell you, Roast well, the, Battle's the done se- big things for me on TV. I'll have you know, I did an unpaid guest spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that featuring at the Haunted Hotel You guys slag. drove up there together? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where'd you stop for food on the way? Oh, fuck. I oh, Keith bought me an ice cream cone because my bank account was overdrawn. Oh, that's oh, right. If you remember that. Yeah. yeah. We've, uh, we've oh, done, that was really cute. It was pretty cute. <laughs> and I was like, I'll pay you back someday, buddy. Went to the Foster Freeze and had some sad boy treats. We I did. love that. Uh, do you remember the first, I think the first show we actually did together was at an illegitimate like makeshift strip club slash rap recording studio. Oh my God, in I forgot Van you were on that. Yeah. yeah, so you walk into this place and basically it looks like someone was like, all right, I need you to make an R. Kelly sex commune, <laughs> but I only have this $20 Party City gift card. Yeah. So it was like, you know, a studio space similar to this. There was a recording studio with like, you know, microphones and shit behind of a fish tank. Right. Uh, with a wrapping stripper inside there and there was two kinds of posters and there's three of each of them one of them was a Batman's Return poster and the other was a Matrix Reloaded poster that were just kind of hung up on the walls Whoa. to add some color and it was just like there. a bunch of copies of just the Lawrence Fishburne Matrix 2 poster yeah yeah Whoa. just the Lawrence like Fishburne a bunch of like loose bean bags for fucking oh you, you, you go you on. go through the main hallway and on the right you see a room where there is a, it's a small room about this size you know it's like a little you know smaller than a studio apartment there is two bean bags on the floor and a stripper pole in between them and you're like nothing good has ever happened in that room <laughs> that was got, a place where dreams die we got into the main room and it was uh like i had been told the show was going to be comedy and go-go dancers and by uh, the way i've been doing comedy for about three months at this point yeah, so i do are, not have wait at the haunted hotel no and fuck we did that embarrassingly recently <laughs> <laughs> we get in there and the, these are not go-go dancers these are craigslist prostitutes uh and i know that because they immediately tell us they are craigslist prostitutes Whoa. <laughs> yeah and i don't I, remember that oh yeah, yeah i had also invited were a, they cute uh, uh no they no, were no, like no, craigslist no, no. prostitutes oh i don't know even know what that means uh imagine like a regular right. hooker but like that went through a car wash without a car uh, uh just kind of like buffed out and weird looking a regular hooker but you lost the warranty card and then you know the paint's a little chipped <laughs> i had also invited a first date to this show because i thought it was gonna be like this cool hip sexy Whoa. thing and, and she showed up and she looked so bummed out the wow. the audience is all like creepy like middle eastern guys in track suits and as the show progresses they grow uh weary of our musings about the human condition so the strippers are dancing for longer and we're doing shorter sets the microphone by the way is an old-timey frank sinatra microphone hanging from the ceiling no the so stripper have, pole is also not attached to the ceiling yeah wow. so when the it girls are on it's just like pole. wobbling precariously yeah wow. it looks like a telephone line in the fucking uh, uh in a hurricane I still ended up fucking that girl, and that's maybe the proudest uh, achievement of my life. Keith just has so much sexual hustle. Like, you would not believe the, the women that Keith beds and the frequency at which he does it. My mother... <laughs> Is this true, Keith? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's not natural. I was, I was telling my mom about Keith. Uh, yeah, he's seen a new girl, and my mother just goes very coldly like, oh, yeah, he never seems to be uh, lacking in accompaniment. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you I didn't w- know your mom was a snarky bitch from the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? 
Um, so Keith, what's the what's your secret? Uh, just an utter lack of shame. Right. He really <laughs> leans into it. It's astounding. You've seen it happen a lot. Oh yeah, and he meets I've, a girl. I've heard it happen more than I would have liked to. <laughs> really? What does that sound like? Uh, Keith fucking. It sounds like a crying woman jumping on a trampoline made of butter. <laughs> if I had to <laughs> distill it down to a sentence. <laughs> I mean, trampoline of butter. I hear you fuck all the time uh, too. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. does that sound? Uh, it so- sounds like a, a woman doing her best to fake that she's having a good time. Wow. <laughs> on a trampoline Sorry, yeah. of butter. Boom. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't beat you on whimsy, but I can beat you on just sheer inadequacy. <laughs> You're right. My heart's not in it. Remember it when belongs we, to you. Remember when I lived with Elisa and we were having like the uh, the fuck fights through the wall? Yeah, because uh, Keith and I have actually kind of lived together twice. I was dating a, a girl that and that is a whole crazy story in yeah, itself. Yeah, I, I had a roommate and basically I was living on her couch and me and her had started hating each other right around the time they started dating and I started dating another girl. Mm-hmm. So basically we would go like separate and each just like talk to our respective significant other about what the piece of shit the other one was and then we would both just try and fuck too loud yeah we used to call you guys and i quote the fats (laughs) like oh the fats didn't do the dishes Oh my god! The fa- and what would happen wow. is they would start fucking, and then we'd be trying to sleep in our bedroom, like very small. There's just no other room. There's the living room, the bedroom, yeah. and the bathroom. Yeah. So we j- we're just in there. We're like, well, I guess we got to fight their music with our music. <laughs> and then we would start fucking, and then by the time we were done, we would hope that they were done. Wow. We were never done. You were done pretty quickly. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't go long. There's a lot. There's a lot of endurance that uh, the, you, the fats did not have. It's like a punk song. It's only got to be a minute and a half long. It's just got to be a really hardcore minute and a half. It's not nervous breakdown. All right, now that Keith. is just ruining the carpet and getting our security <laughs> deposit taken away. Keith, you're shaped like super weird. Is there anything <laughs> special? <laughs> and by the way, the ground after you were done looks like you know when you eat like street pizza off a paper plate. Like that's the way the rug looked. Oh, <laughs> just sweat marks. Yeah. I look very weird. Is Continue. there anything special that you mantis. have to do like during sex? Like, do you have to lift that up? No, like, I'm not that fat. Really? <laughs> you got to sacrifice one small animal, uh, throw You're some really salt not. over your shoulder. It doesn't really come well, off. Well, lick the I salt off the ground. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's not a, I don't have to like move things around or like, I don't have to fucking like that harness like they used to lift Gilbert Grape's mom out of her house. <laughs> like. Yeah, he, he's got to have the, one of those things for a paraplegic get in the pool yeah. in order to get a blowjob. <laughs> Wow! I gotta imagine you have to lift it goes uh, stairs. It goes up the stairs. Yeah. Do you have to lift your belly up and like perch it on butt cheeks if you're doing doggy style? That's what I'm sort of what I was picturing. Yeah, a little belly shelf. Not unless she's got a really big butt, which has happened a couple times. But you've had to lift up your stomach and sort of sit it on top of them. Uh, A little bit. That's one of the greatest things I've ever gotten anybody to confess. That's Uh, like like, it's like Atlas in Greek mythology. That poor woman's ass crack. It's not like an embarrassing (laughs) confession. Like, oh no, I made the necessary uh, adjustments. To fuck a person, I know, but I think yeah. I, well, I, adjustments would be to like your diet and habits, not so much as <laughs> like just put it on top of your ass. Here's no, here, here's what I think is funny. I uh, <laughs> I got I, I hooked up with a dude, and his thing was like while he was blowing me, he wanted me to like drop my stomach on his head. Apparently, that's like a very common uh, thing with like dudes what? that fuck fat dudes. Yeah, wow, that's what I'm talking about. The fucking plunk tank, dude. Yeah, it was just kind of like. Just Thwomp like and he was it into smell it. weird under there. What's up? Doesn't it smell weird? Good under question. There? No, I yeah. bathe. He's oh, not okay. flexible. But how often after you bathe? It's, it's like a one roll situation. How yeah, long? Well, yeah, okay. Let me. The, how long has it been since you bathed today? Uh, I took a shower. What, like eleven? Yeah, 11. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. What are we at? Two. Uh, it is currently uh two fifty four p.m. and it looks like he slept outside. <laughs> I don't so. want to smell under there. What? I don't want to smell under. Well, there. Ari, that's why you're behind I glass. He, I think maybe yeah. you should. I think maybe we should do like a little hand swipe or something like that. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and veto this a, right now. No let's way. Get a, let's get a twenty three and Me DNA kit and then go put it in Ari's nose. <laughs> oh boy, my birthday. Sorry, I'm gonna need a more successful Jew if we're gonna start smelling my folds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long it takes for a fold to start smelling. It seems like it'd be pretty fucking instantaneously. I mean, yeah, no, you'd smell it if it smelled. Like, it's no, a small room. No, yeah, we would. If you yeah, lifted you it up, maybe. I, I just did, and nobody noticed. I will say that we're having a lot of fun right <laughs> I now. I just checked. But guys, like, truly. And like honestly, Keith is actually extremely disgusting. <laughs> no, he's not smelly, and he's a clean man. Oh, no, I know. I'm just fucking around. And he's got a huge dick. Very rarely do I get to talk about what uh, fat folds smell like. So when I get to embrace something like that, that sounds a little bit fresh to I, me. I appreciate you for trying to be, like, but no, he's got a big. Dick. He does. Look, the first time I saw Keith's dick, and I've said this many times, I thought it was one of his balls because it's just bulbous and uncircumcised. And I was like, that's a weird looking ball. And I was like, oh no, that's a, that's no moon. <laughs> Wait, so how do you fuck chicks again? 
<laughs> me? Like uh, poorly. In, in your bed while you're <laughs> producing podcasts. No, well, I want to know is how he picks them up, how he gets them to the bed. How do you do that? What, I, like physically? Wait, or what like, do you mean charm? You no, mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a little thing called a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Some like, of us I, have them. Yeah, I'm really funny and charming and likable and sweet to people. And uh, then they touch but my dick. But how do like, they know? Yeah. But there is a... Like, th- you know when a fighter will train with like weights on, weighted clothing? Keith has been doing that his entire life. He's had to overcome poverty drug addiction in his immediate family and My then body. just the rest of him <laughs> i see i think i sort of see so you're what saying Ari's... it's sympathy fucks no no, no no hold on let me let me get ari's question out clean here for a second i think what ari's saying is and i'm sort of curious at this too okay we understand you're first of all you're a good looking guy yeah you're round but you're a good looking guy let's get that out there thanks yeah so okay you're charming, you're nice, and you're funny. We know this. What's the part where the nice guy... What, like, Can you give us an example of a time recently where it's like, well, I know she thinks I'm funny, I know she knows that I'm nice, but uh, how do I get her to know that I want to put my dick in her pussy? Good question. Good question. <laughs> I, generally, I generally just don't... He's kind of like a dog. It's hard for him to hide his feelings. He just starts is there like a line? Here's, here's, I mean, here's the thing. I kind of don't think about it that much. Right. Like, I, I kind of am just pretty upfront with people about my. So what you, you're like, hey, you want to go make out or something? Yeah, that's a hundred percent. What's your batting percentage? How often do you get rejected? Uh, from people I take like on a swing set. Oh, his uh, his battering per- percentage is way higher. <laughs> battering. I mean, <laughs> cake batter. Get the fuck. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't really cake keep, batter batter. batter. I don't really keep track of it. It's just it's not. It's just like a thing that like just happens. I mean, probably like. He's got a pretty high. I mean, I, I mean, the, I can only, he does good. He does of people good. who I have actively like thrown out the like, hey, we should go out or like, hey, we should fuck or whatever. I can only think of like. A few times I've been like straight up rejected, unless you count like people just not responding to a Tinder message. But <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you can't yeah, count that. That's going to deflate the ratio. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is you know, this is like more recently since I've just become not a, like a shitty human being. Like, and if you account for like inflation, like the, the not only the physical inflation, but just you know the handicap <laughs> yeah. he's at, the, the the numbers are astronomical. It I don't is, know why I turned into your dick's agent. But no, I appreciate it. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It is quite incredible to me, and you're also Keith. You're one of the only outgoingly by uh, roast battlers like this is one of the many targets that people hit you on yeah do you notice uh, your per- percentage or batting percentage of in this uh, instance being higher or lower with men and or women? Is is it a little bit weirder to get rejected by a man it's than a woman uh, if you're bi? Because you're like, yeah, well, fuck you, dude. I fuck chicks too. Getting, getting, like, getting rejected <laughs> by a man, I guess I'll let you know when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. No, I mean, I don't know. With dudes, it's kind of different because it's like, most of the dudes I'm hitting up are just like for sex, like right. through apps and stuff. Like I right. haven't really gone on a lot of dates with guys. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's I, I'm a niche like object in the gay community. Right. More, more of a quiche I, object. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I have I have I have a joke in my act, but it's basically that ninety uh, percent of gay dudes would never fuck me, and ten percent of gay dudes would pay to fuck me. Uh, so yeah. it's you know I I do okay, but I try not to take it too personally. Right. That's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like when you're like, who's getting the canary yellow Volkswagen bug? And you're like, Asian girls, 18 to 26. Okay, they, they need them. Yeah. Man, that's some interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of times I kind of feel like I just use sort of like gay dating tactics on women, and that seems to work pretty well. Give us an example of what it, you mean I, by that's that. That's what I'm saying. Though, just like that. That very just put up, it in their butt. That very upfrontness <laughs> is like, this is who I am. This is what I'm all about. Uh, and then if you're into it, let's fucking party. And yeah, Keith really know. does zero of the misleading uh, intentions. They're like, oh, let's just hang out and see where we're good. Right. He's just like, hey, think you're cute. Want to make out? I uh, I will go be funny and interesting for however long at whatever bar, <laughs> eatery, etc. Yeah, well, I mean, why... Why aren't we all doing that? Oh, I agree. As but doesn't do th- you want to go right together? Oh my <laughs> god, that's the word. Have you ever had somebody say that and then not be meaning they want to fuck? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine that. Like, what do you do? Hey, Keith, come do my homework never, for me. It's never somebody I think is a better writer than me. <laughs> can you know help I mean? me with my geometry test, Keith? They're like, no, but I can help you with not having my dick in your mouth. Like, I can <laughs> fix that issue. All right, uh, uh, number one, circle. Huh? You got it. <laughs> You guys are fun. Thanks, man. What are we at, Ari? 43. Ooh. I'm having so much fun. How much time have I had? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Okay. Um, 
Well, we always try to keep it around around an hour. There's always a part about 43 minutes in every show where I go, "How far in are we?" And gotcha, then I find gotcha. out there's a. Keith has to do that left. too because he's got to get you know this one just got to prop up the belly. You said you've been losing weight. Yeah. How are you doing that? Uh, I did the uh, the keto diet. The, the you did week. it. You're yeah. done. Uh, I mean, I'm still kind of doing it. I'm yeah. sort of slipping because I was on the road for like a month and it's uh, real hard to do that shit. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, I lost like 40 pounds. You guys do the road a lot, like always, like Northern California. You guys go up. Yeah, we do a lot of that. We're doing a live uh, podcast at, uh, and I'm not kidding, a Denny's in Fresno. Uh, You're doing a podcast at so the, a Denny's. So this, so, do, yeah, we do. I, I want to say we could have gotten a nicer place. We just thought it yeah, would be funny to do, do it at a Denny's. We do Perfect. a live version of the Mean Boys show, which is basically we kind of like we take segments from the podcast, we do them live, but we also have stand-ups go up as well. So it's more of like a live kind of. Yeah, and we we do monologue jokes on the show, uh, as you know, Tony. And yeah. so when we do them on stage, if you bomb, there's a dominatrix that'll whip us or put hot wax on our nipples or clothes pin our dicks or something like that. Uh, you know, your girlfriend's okay with that. Uh, you know, I we're mean, gonna find out. Didn't really ask her. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but we're doing, I realized we, that, that was the, what happened the first time. Was I confirmed the dominatrix, and then I was like telling the girlfriend, like, "Oh, I'm so excited we got this dominatrix coming in." She's like, "You didn't really run that by me." And I was like, "Oh, I forgot." <laughs> Man, I'm what pretty a, stoked. Did you have it, to get corporate approval from Denny's? <laughs> we sure then. didn't. Yeah. I our goal is to get banned from Denny's, if only so I can make a band from DC bad brand parody <laughs> Photoshop. So you guys are gonna go in there with like a small recorder and a couple microphones. Yeah, uh, we're just going to do it like that uh, Sean Penn Chapo interview. Keep it loose, you know, <laughs> be ready to run. Well, it's funny, too, because this weekend we're doing, like, probably the coolest Mean Boys live show we've ever done and the lamest, because we're doing the Denny's in Fresno, and we're also doing the Comedy Palace during Comic-Con in San Diego. And that's, like, oh, already, cool. like, sold out. It's n- going to be nuts. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. But, yeah, Denny's, I mean, I, I, I want it to be bad, and I want to get kicked out of Denny's. When yeah. is Comic-Con? Uh, this weekend. This weekend, uh, oh. San Diego. Wow. Yeah, Thursday to Sunday. It's all happening. What night are you guys there? We're there uh, Friday night. Friday night. Man, that is so what are, cool. What are some of the other weirder road gigs we've done? There's been a few of them. Um, the fact that, well, you did the fucking, what, the Holiday Inn in Victorville or whatever. I did, yeah. I could, oh, we should tell them about the Christmas roast. Oh, fuck. That was brutal. We got hired to dress up as Santa and an elf. Guess who was Santa? Guess who was the elf? <laughs> uh, for a, uh, a real estate company in Orange County's no. Christmas party and roast the staff. They gave us a docket of information. And these are all just like good looking USC white guys. Good decent payday? Yeah. Pretty decent. Probably not enough, especially <laughs> for the emotional torment. Well, to be fair, they just hired me to do it and then I... And then Keith was like, I cannot do this alone. Well, no, because they were like, yeah, we want you to roast everybody for 20 minutes. I'm like, that's fucking mad. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, So we said. And knowing a corporate gig is going to suck because they're never that great. No. So we we basically just have one microphone. We're walking through the crowd. We've written some notes up on everybody. And I want to be clear before we get into what happened. Like, I emailed the guy and I sent him, like, sort of clips from Roast Battle and clips from Burn Booth. And I was like, hey, we can go as hard or as soft as you want us to go. Like, just give us, like, a, you know, a pain level. And he's like, no, these are all cool alpha males. We want you to go as hard as you can. And we're like, all right, let's go as hard as we can. And boy, we got shut. You saw the uh, the owner of the company look at the guy who booked us and just go, haul. And then just like <laughs> cut his throat. And he was like, oh, yeah. At one point, we said something wrong wow. about the business. They just go, fuck you, idiot. Like, they were really Ooh. not. People were like getting ready to throw shit to fight us. One lady Man. just stood up next to us, stole the microphone, and started singing Christmas carols. And then we stole a bunch of crab cakes and got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I found, yeah. Beforehand, they were like, "Hey, this is gonna be so much fun. Hang out and eat dinner with us. It's gonna be great." And at the end, they're like, "Here's your envelope full of money. Get the fuck out." And they of had here. a caricature artist. Like, we're gonna get a fun caricature drawn <laughs> of us. I would have loved to have seen what you two dressed like for that. It was we just did the. Hats. We just went it to the real. dollar store because we really uh-huh. conflated the price with like oh the costume buzzard. We got to get the cut. We got to rent them, and then we went to Dollar Tree and got an elf hat and a Santa hat for two dollars. <laughs> two fun postscripts to that story. One, uh, we found out later that one of the dudes uh, we were roasting went to college with a friend of ours and was accused of rape while he was there. Wow. Indeed, we did. Uh, and number two, uh, the president of that company who hired us was asked to resign for hiring us. Really? No way. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he end up doing it, but they genuinely called for him to step down from his position because you he fucked up. You guys ruined someone's life. We ruined, yeah, man. we destroyed wow. a corporation. Yeah, I, I roasted a Tempe-based charity organization in San Diego because you do these like private roast gigs. And uh, this one, I was like, Arizona sucks because even the Illuminati in Arizona was lame. It was just like all like middle-aged, like moms and dads. And then I wrote these jokes for everyone and they just fucked up. So I would just literally take their jokes after they got off stage and like, here's how those were supposed to go. <laughs> Man, I, those make you strong though. Those are fun. Yeah. Like I did a corporate gig lately, recently, uh, like a month ago. Uh, that was uh, all set up for disaster. But I've done so many of those, like what sort of what you guys did with the Christmas roast. 
I've done so many janky gigs like that that you end up like figuring out just sort of like you know if you just get better at it you get better at shitty fucking corporate gigs yeah like it's, and yeah the I, roasting part is a big part of what we all do what we all have in common with that and especially like so for that gig it was sort of the same thing like they're like you know you know do some stand up but you know we really want you to you know ro- roast everybody it wasn't a thing where I, I was pre-given information they're like that's the owner that's his wife they're yeah, they like to go they're Armenian guy, you know. right and then that guy over there is the this you had to go on site yeah and um could have easily have been on a site. debacle sorry <laughs> but that's like right in your wheelhouse though, right like, yeah. you know, we'll just fucking snipe but it wasn't yeah. always that's my point is like those other ones make you stronger like one time I went up and I opened for Sam Tripoli doing a gig uh, in uh, oh fuck Modesto, California oh, shit. and this is right when I started this is one of the first gigs I ever <laughs> I did I know this story and I love it oh, oh really yeah. I, know it too, I told yeah. you guys this you yeah. did yeah oh yeah because I was telling you about my Modesto gig on our patio I called it our patio <laughs> you guys are there too my patio is your patio. I really think of Tony you know as, like our, as like our sponsee in the Big Brother uh, Big Sister program. <laughs> Ari, you know this story? I don't know. So Tripoli took me Just, to Just, you know, go, go get them a sandwich so they can feel like they're doing something with their lives. <laughs> and um, what was it? Modesto, oh, yeah. And uh, it was a big deal to me. I had just started and I was about to do uh, La Jolla gigs with them, but I did. So I wanted, to, I was opening, you know, doing like five minutes in yeah. La Jolla, but I wanted to show off in Modesto. And on the drive up there, I asked him, I go, what are we, what is this gig that we're doing? But I didn't want to be annoying either. So I even felt weird asking. I'm like, what's this gig we're doing? Just a normal. And he How goes, great would it be if you get there and he just hands you a gun and a ski mask? <laughs> like, I should have asked on the five. Dude, bro, we're doing it, dude. Get in there, bro. <laughs> and you got to tell your Sam Tripoli story after. He responds, we're doing, uh, it's a, what do you mean? What kind of, it's a, we're doing a convention of uh, all the 7-Eleven owners from around the country. And I didn't, I thought he was kidding. And I like laughed <laughs> like that. And I didn't want to be annoying, so I didn't follow up on it. The worst part we about that is when next... you walk the room, every time they leave, you hear boo boo. We spend the next three hours uh, driving there, me thinking that he was kidding, but it was real. It, yeah. And it was the worst set I ever had in my entire life. <laughs> just complete dead silence. That's so fucking funny. The only, you can, from the back of the room, you could only just hear one person <laughs> laughing, and it's Sam Tripoli while he's, <laughs> <laughs> while he's video recording the set. In the back, you go, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> At least he liked it. Round Your tables, Sam impression yeah. is more hurtful than my Tony impression. <laughs> Just round tables, a dance floor in between. We were stuck behind a podium, no moving microphone. It was just hot death. But it makes you strong. Something yeah, happened we, during that that made me want to go off on another tangent. What was it? What'd you, what were we just talking about? A joke you made or something? Uh, I, I said Keith has a pretty good Sam Tripoli story. Oh, yeah. Story. Uh, yeah. So I did uh, I did a show for uh, Fat Mike for the band No Effects. Yeah, he had a birthday party, and it was at a BDSM dungeon. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, super tied in with that world. So he had, like, stand-up and, like, a live BDSM show. But the lineup for the stand-up was, like, me, Dave Ross, uh, there was, like, one other comic, and then Sam Tripoli hosting. <laughs> and we walk into, like, this bondage dungeon, and Sam comes in looking like the coach of, like, a junior high football team. <laughs> and he has to host the whole thing. And first of all, before any Because he had a whistle on his neck for some reason? He might as well have. He yeah. has, like, the, yeah, like the windbreaker open. And, and like, wow. Sam Sam has partied in his day, but these people are out partying. Yeah, they, I mean, this uh, is a batch. It set the tone a little bit the, for what Yeah, I mean, the, these are people wearing, like, fucking, like, gas masks. And, like, they walked in with butt plugs. Like, these are fucking <laughs> hardcore. Like, we're putting some needles. That was what you people. got instead of a wristband for re-entry. They just put a butt plug in. <laughs> but they made Sam, before the stand-up started, he had to read the rules of the BDSM dungeon. Yeah. He's up there, he's just like, all right, uh, I got to read these. It says, number one, no breath play. Uh, they said, you know what that is. Uh, number two, don't do anything with fire. It's dangerous. Uh, number three, uh, don't rape anybody unless they ask you to. Like, <laughs> and then he has to, so he hosts the comedy part. And Number four, no hats inside. Oh, that's seems Understand like- that at one point, Sam Tripoli is doing crowd work and getting heckled by a man who has been surgically altered to look like a uh, like a like a satyr like a half goat half man and the satyr is kind of beating his ass <laughs> like this is a real sharp <laughs> Mr. Tumnus had bars he's, you said yeah he's getting fucking clapped up by Mr. Tumnus <laughs> he was getting heckled by a guy that made a surgery to sort of look like a goat yeah this man had like surgically implanted 
goat yeah, horns. Yeah, he, he went into like the plastic the surgeon and said, give me the Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, that's a salty flamingo. <laughs> salty so, flamingo. So, so the comedy part ends. I, I, I do okay. Dave does well. And then uh, fucking... Um, uh, Tripoli has to host like the weird live bondage acts and the first one is just a girl who gets tied up and then they uh, like hang the ropes from the ceiling and do weird oh. shit it's pretty mellow yeah. the second one is a girl who gets naked walks around on barefoot on Legos which I don't know why that was the most upsetting that's part that's horrible uh, yeah. and then she puts like these big long like 8 inch surgical needles like through like the at least skin it wasn't Egos. Keith would have stopped the show and then <laughs> and then like through like the fold like next to her pussy so she's just like pin cushioning herself and when Sam comes up the next time you can tell he's been shook a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah uh, uh, okay <laughs> how many more of these we got <laughs> and he's got to bring up the last one and they bring this lady up and just so it goes very quiet they're playing the song hurt by johnny cash over the fucking speaker oh no and this what, person and, has to follow the lego lady yeah you and, should not wow. be able to come while hurt is playing what enters is uh, an older black lady in like a white nun's habit and then falling behind her is like this big like six foot tall dude in like a Spanish Inquisition like fucking bishop's robe or whatever and he's carrying this thing that looks like a car battery and it's got like wires and some sort of like pokey stick attached to it mm-hmm. and he basically ties her hands up he puts her on her knees and he like undoes the back of her thing and then it becomes clear that whatever this is is like a soldering iron like a welding torch and he basically just burns a cross into her back on stage with the welding torch and like right at the end of it Everyone in the room at the same moment just smells the burning flesh. Uh. And then Sam goes up and is like, well, yeah, that was a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> Tip your weight, Steph. Uh, yeah, so that was... Pull uh, out your email you, cards. Out of all that, I, I have one burning question that okay. I wanted to ask for like three minutes. You okay. ready for this? Yeah. What is breath play? Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's when you get choked out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's like uh, ropes or hands or whatever's around your necks. Oh. It's uh play. yeah. It's very controversial within the BDSM community because it's uh, pretty popular, but it also uh, will fucking kill you if you right. fuck it up. Right. Yeah. 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 That's not one. Oh man. Yeah. No but breath. Play. At, at least you know. At least they. <laughs> at least they remember Jesus with the burning cross. <laughs> No, yeah. At that like, point, do a pentagram. Like I don't understand. Nah, right. Yeah, it was a uh, very <laughs> postscript to that. We go outside and oh this, uh, god, this, this is some of the worst part. Yeah, because I want to hear what Tony's answer to the question. I'm going to ask yeah. at the end of this is. So we go outside and we're talking to these people and they're we're like, yeah, that's the fucking gnarliest shit we've ever seen. That was so cool. He's like, no, no, no. Look at the video from the show last night. And he shows this video on his phone at the same venue. And what it is is a girl. She's like tied to a table and this is all consensual. Mm-hmm. But this guy comes up to her and he has like a scalpel and he yeah. uh, cuts a chunk of her thigh off, like her inner thigh, about like. The diameter of like a deck of cards. Oh god! Well, like a little thinner, so it's just like skin, like a little bit of fat. Uh, and then he pulls it off, and then he's got this chafing dish going on stage. Takes the joke is Ch- Chafing dish, like a like a like a hot plate kind of. Oh he god! Cooking no. up the cooking no. up the leg meat. He's spicing no. it. And everything. The fact that you're doing the 1920s like uh, fucking diner yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. flapjack motion. <laughs> yeah, oh, and he wow. cooks up this lady's leg, and then he eats some of it, and then he uh, feeds some of it to her. They feed some of it to the crowd. And I find out that these people are like uh, recreational cannibals. They only take meat from consensual partners, but they eat uh, people meat. And it's weird being a fat person and realizing you're talking to a cannibal. Oh, because <laughs> all of a sudden you just God. turn into like a cartoon, like roast duck. Right. You realize that you're there. Yeah. Everything. So here's my question: uh-huh. If you were offered people meat in that scenario, would you eat the people meat? No. Why not? Uh, because I don't like people that much. You don't uh, know that you never had it. I mean, I don't like humans, so it's like yeah, I don't like cows either, but I like eating them. That's I like cows. Why? Because they're cool. They they they're they, not they chill. Cool. Yeah, they get There's, to chill. They're the least fields. cool animal. They know. just they just shit and stand. That's pretty cool to me, man. Ari, would you eat? Would you eat people? No. Okay. I'm also a no. Are you a yes, Keith? Uh, I'm a profound yes in that situation. You like yeah. you. So why would you eat human meat? Because like, what else are you gonna have an excuse to? And, Keith, like, what, what if you develop a taste for it? All yeah. right, I'm gonna have to find someone else to host a podcast. I'm with. not gonna develop. It's you're not a werewolf if you eat a bite of some weird meat. Oh, well, you might. I don't know. Well, you, look, you have a very addictive personality. And I'm not gonna get addicted to people meat. How, hey, how, how do you know, know that? These yeah. people are, and they seem to be pulling it off okay. <laughs> Really? It's doable. I, well, I there's talked a to community a guy, around it. I was in Springfield, Missouri, and there's a guy in the crowd who brought a baby to the show with his wife, and his wife steps outside to breastfeed the baby, and I asked him, like, all right, now, she's gone. Be real. Have you ever taken a hit of the breast milk? And he's like, 
yeah, bro. And I'm like, did you like just go for the nipple and pretend like you're sucking her nipples to like, you know, get her horny and then just be like, oops, I took some. And she's like, nah, dude. She like straight up squeezed some of my coffee. <laughs> Damn. And I'm like, I want to try that. But I, what if I'm just like, man, I can't get started in the day without my breast milk coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd rather do that than the human flesh. If you were addicted to breast milk, that'd be kind of a kooky. I've tasted breast milk. Breast milk's gross. Keith, where did, why did it take you this long to tell me this? How did you try to taste the breast milk? When no. You, when no, did you, when's the last time you had breast don't milk? Don't say oh, it. Don't say it like it's LaCroix. The like last time. No, it was a long time ago. It was. I, I was like a kid, and it was like uh, it was bottled up for my uh, my little brother, and I was like, yeah, I want to try it. it oh. I didn't oh. totally realize what was happening until after the fact. Until you turn into that big monster and start rampaging the streets of London. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with Keith Carey's mother, but that breast milk is not top shelf. Not that one. Uh, my dad's wife. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, um, it wasn't even your own mother's milk. Nah, some other bitch. Damn, yeah. you're just drinking everybody's and, titty And that's milk. why Keith looks like... <laughs> I don't even know what the implications of this are. Man, you a hoe. Just drink your mama's <laughs> breast milk. Good man. And this is why Keith looks like the little deformed baby from uh, Fury Road. It's because he drinks too much mother's <laughs> milk. Yeah. Yeah. Big fucking, like, telescope thingy. I found that guy on Twitter one time. That was a good good that evening. still alive. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This is fun. We, we, we talked about it all today. <laughs> We covered it, Ari. He's also a full-time actor, which, like, what is what other roles are yeah, you going for? Yeah, I've seen him in nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you guys we would have remembered. <laughs> you guys ever, like, audition for stuff and things like that? Is on-camera a thing that uh, you guys, like, Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. Been a, on a couple bit. things, auditioned for a couple things, but not a ton. Yeah. I'd like to do more of it. Yeah. I want to I wanna do, like, acting stuff, but I feel like only auditions I get are like, hey, do you want to be this, like, sad fat guy in the back of a Snickers commercial? You're the always going to be Keith's auditions cast. are just the question, will you take your shirt off and use body paint? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is always, uh, rent's due. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what else is going on, Ari? What do you think? What have I missed? I think you got to check them out on the roast battle if you haven't already. Yeah. And check out their podcast, Mean Boys, Cute Little Mean Boys. Mean Boys, a Mean Boys podcast. It's a, it's the only good scripted comedy podcast in the world. I would say, well, it's maybe only the, the only good podcast at all. Yeah. Do you guys still run your show at Harvell's or is that over? Uh, we're we doing it every once in a while. Yeah, we're doing it yeah. uh, when we don't have road shows. We are, we're going to be doing one in September, I think. Yeah, we're, we're on the road this week and then in uh, August and October, we're going to be doing them uh, kind of all over the place, out in Texas and Midwest, so... That's great. When you going to Texas? Uh, October. We're just oh, locking okay. dates for that right now. Yeah. Very cool. It's going to be dope. Yeah. So check out meanboyspodcast.com. Uh, we have a Patreon as well if you want to give us money. <laughs> Panhandling. Yeah. yeah. Give them money. Look, get, these, get, these sexual deviancy anecdotes don't fuel themselves. Yeah. All right. Go to their Patreon. Give them some money. Give them a little bit of money. They're starving, starving artists. I mean, that's just Keith. <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, and give me your money too. Go to TonyHinchcliffe.com and buy tickets for the Monster Energy Outbreak Tour. I'm performing all around the United States of America from the beginning of August to the middle of September. But I perform every weekend anyway in other places. You know, this upcoming weekend I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth. And then I do Kill Tony here. And then I go to Montreal Tuesday, Wednesday. Or wait, no. I go to Montreal this Tuesday. I do Kill Tony and then I go to Montreal. Wait. Next Tuesday. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Dallas. And then there's also uh, a ton of other dates. Denver, La Jolla, La Jolla. with Ari Manis. What? Uh, How'd yeah. you get him? <laughs> How'd you do that? Did you, like, you know, uh, lose a bet to a gypsy that cursed you? Or speaking, You of, know we're around, right? Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> speaking of people that... Well, I mean, uh, yeah. Speaking of people that are opening and featuring for me, yes, Connor and Keith in the future are going to do something. We've done something, right? What yeah, we, we did. Do we did a show in Ontario yeah. together. Um, but Jeremiah Watkins is going to be with me on that entire Monster Energy Outbreak tour. You see that? I'm not offended about. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's love, wonderful. We love wow. Jeremiah. He's I really got to have a sit down and apologize with Ari after this is done. <laughs> I feel legitimately bad. These guys are mean, Ari. Our friendship's over. Yeah. TonyHinchcliffe.com for tickets for that. You definitely know if you're listening if you to this podcast. It, it's I-M-N-O-T-G-A-Y uh, dot com. You guys are unbelievable. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, then you know that I also have a somewhat of a produced podcast called Kill Tony. It's the number one live podcast in the world. We just did over uh, 250 people last For night. now. Wait till this Denny's podcast. Comes <laughs> <up>. <laughs> he got out. his back. Yeah. Uh, this show is so much fun. If you're ever in LA on a Monday, definitely uh, reserve tickets for Kill Tony. It's just a fun, occasionally heartwarming meat grinder. It's awesome. Listen to every episode. It is so much fun. We're doing it at festivals and things like that coming up. 
And uh, also, if you've ever been a pro wrestling fan, I have the Store Horseman podcast with my friends Matt Edgar, Johnny Scordis, Chris Burns, Josh Martin, uh, where we crack each other up as hard as we possibly can about the dumbest shit in the world. You don't even have to watch pro wrestling. It's just a, a guise. It's a, it's, a, it's a joke. But if you do like pro wrestling, then you're going to laugh even harder. Um, what else is there, Ari? Oh, the new Kill Tony, the first ever Kill Tony official merch after over four years of doing our podcast. <laughs> wow. After, we, after 55 angry phone calls from Tony's management. <laughs> yes. 230 some episodes. We finally have a Kill Tony shirt. How I is that possible? We've, we've had, had an merch artist. for like six you months. You've had an artist there every week. <laughs> we right? really jumped I the said, gun. How's that possible? Because you've had an artist there every week. Drawing. I know. I know. It's crazy. We just been, we've just been give, giving the house stuff. away. Yeah. yeah. So that, 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 it's really important though that uh, you go check out my tour dates, TonyHinchcliffe.com and uh, a lot of other fun stuff happening. Big announcements coming soon. Taping the next special in September. That's official. Fuck yeah. I'm going to get to announce on the next episode of this podcast. I do believe where and when that's going to be. It might rhyme with Vancouver, Canada. Um, so that's that. Mean Boys, you guys were great. Love you guys. Let's go chain smoke cigarettes. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Goodbye.